This is episode 63 of the Gamer Sushi Show. In this week's episode, we talk about Jeff's Steambox, some games we've been playing, the Assassin's Creed 4 announcement, and some news about the next gen. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Show. I'm Eddie. I'm Jeff. I'm Anthony. And we are the best podcasters um, of all time. Only because the other guys aren't here, so we're just the best. Right. Um, we're the best lineup. By default. Uh, yeah, by default. Um, so last time we kind of crapped on Mitch a lot with our love cast. I think that we're going to crap on Nick a lot tonight. Definitely. Um, yeah. Because he's a traitor. He's a little bit of a traitor. Nick, guys, I'm going to... Well, well, we can have a little comment argument about this. Nick is very disappointed in The Walking Dead so far. He's only played Chapter 1 of Episode 1. He's very disappointed in the game because he cannot invert... Uh, he's playing it on a controller on his new Steam box, which he posted about. And he cannot uh, invert it. Yeah. It, so he so, feels like the game is impossible to play. And it's, it's actually like, per the developers, you can't invert the Y-axis. And actually, you also can't do key mapping. Because that was yeah. my suggestion to him. I was like, you know, get a key mapper and change the inversion. And he was like, nope, they said it doesn't work. You know, okay, so here's the thing. I thought he was just complaining about the aiming because the first, you know, episode has, like, aiming things where you have to, like, aim a gun. But he says he's having an issue even, like, just pointing at things, which that's weird to me. Because I used to invert things, like invert the y-axis for shooters and stuff. Yeah. So the aiming makes sense to me, but the fact that like he's having trouble pointing at things, even with a cursor, his brain is, may be wrong. Is weird to me. Yeah, I'm like I, your I brain might be broken. I was trying to convince said, him he was messed up, and it wasn't the game's fault. Because <laughs> he said he would give the game an F because of it, and <laughs> his brain is wrong. I have never played with an inverted y-axis. That just sounds terrible. It's, it I think I've used it sometimes me, on like flight games, but it makes sense to me from that perspective that like I kind of used to play like flight games and stuff, and so when going to like like first person controls, like it made sense to pull up, like you're in a cockpit. Sure. Like you're looking at the game, like it, like you're in the cockpit, and so to look up, you're pulling back, you know. And from arcades, arcades were kind of like that, um, like Afterburner, you know, like those kinds of things. Yeah, it um, doesn't make sense in like an Uncharted type game or something. Yeah. You know, like, if I put up, I want to go up. Actually, I think I still do it. Um, in third-person games, I think I invert it because it makes sense. I'm thinking about it from a camera perspective, that if a camera is behind you on, like, a lever, you know, huh. to, like, tilt it back, you're, you know what I mean? Like, so if you're dropping the camera down to, like, look up at someone's surroundings, you know, I think I still invert it that way. I guess that kind of makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, you're weird, weird. too. <laughs> but I used to only play Inverted. I think I've told this story before in the cast. I used to only play Inverted until I played Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. And for some reason, that game finally made sense to me. And like all of a sudden, like I, I broke. I couldn't do Inverted for shooters anymore. Something about Splinter Cell Chaos Theory like cha like changed the way I play <laughs> video games. And now it's up is up and down is down. The world makes sense again. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a hell of a game. <laughs> yeah, it it did things to me apparently. <laughs> Splinter Cell changed my life. Yeah. So anyway, we we have some some bones to pick with Nick. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I told <laughs> I, I I told him that uh, he should try you know just mouse and keyboarding it, but 
the 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 mouse and keyboard. That's he, what I did. Yeah, I played with mouse yeah. and keyboard. The ones that he has right now, it's a wireless thing, and it's you know the range isn't great. I think it's still better than the one I I bought a really shitty wireless keyboard and mouse that has terrible range. Like I was hoping I could get something where I I could like sit on my couch and have like a TV tray with the mouse keyboard on it. Loses connection just just across the living room. So, so you're saying, despite all the range, you're still just a mouse. The other weird thing it does is that it has... None this... of our listeners are going to get that. No. That's way too... We're too old. Are you saying that they were born after Melancholy yes. and the Infinite Sadness was Probably. released? Probably. <laughs> okay. When was that released? Uh, 1993, I think. Maybe. Uh, later. later. 94, 95, I think. Uh, it's borderline. Maybe okay. Maybe Siamese Dream. I was is talking 91. to someone last night that they were. They said they were 19, too. Oh, 1995. You're right. Okay, they they might be okay. I was talking to someone last night that said they were two in 1992, and I was like, what? <laughs> don't even. Don't. Why would you be? Why are you talking to such a young person? Did you tell them that's to stop? Not your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't. I can't even. I want to go home, dude. You're drunk. No wait, You can't. You're too young. Yeah. No was, wait, They're. They're old enough. If they were born in 1990, they're 23. No, I know, I know. I was just making a joke. <laughs> yeah. It's, I can't even... Anyway, you were talking about wireless keyboard, and then I made a really terrible <laughs> You joke. did. Um, like... I don't know. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, I just bought it randomly. But it, it, it has a this weird numlock thing, too, where it, if the computer gets restarted, the num... Like, when it comes on, it has that on, and so... Numlock? Numlock. Uh, number lock. Okay. Uh, so I, you you type gibberish. So I was trying to like enter my password, and I was like, "Why isn't this working?" It was because the keyboard is a piece of shit, and mm. was typing gibberish instead of my actual object. But, so despite all the range. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so that's the one like hard thing about uh, Steam boxes, and I, I feel like home theater PCs in general is having to interact with it with a mouse and keyboard at sometimes. I mean, like, you know... It just thinks that he just built a Steam box so he could play it, you know, with a controller right, in front of right. his TV. And then, it's, and then it's like, well, no, you really need to play that game with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, even games that, like, fully support controllers for almost everything still have, like, a few cases where you need a mouse. Like mm-hmm. so, I was playing uh, Saints Row Three for. I was just about to ask you how yeah. you're enjoying your Steam Box. Uh, I was playing that for a couple hours tonight. Um, that's the game I've played the most so far in the new system. You've tested out a few games though, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> like so, I got it on Thursday of last week, and so that means I've had it for just under a week now. And <laughs> the first thing I had to do was download every single game in my library, which took like two. Oh months. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so once I got everything like downloaded on Saturday, I spent most of the day just like jumping into various things and trying them out, like putting the settings all the way up to Ultra. Um, Witcher Ultra, two, Ultra. Yeah, Witcher Two looks pretty gorgeous. Um, Saints Row looks really nice oh, too. Saints like, Row Three is a pretty game. Yeah, I was really impressed, um, and I have the settings like cranked all the way up, running it at um, twelve eighty by seven twenty because my TV. Uh, is a 720p TV. Oh, so is it? Like, yeah. Hmm. Um, Why are you running such ancient tech? Uh, because I, it, that's what I wanted. I didn't want to spend that much money. Um, 
I didn't feel like I'd need a 1080. Uh, the funny thing is that like I can still set it as a 1080 resolution, and it looks... I mean, it, it the Windows looks smaller, so I'm not sure what it does. I guess it's like... It's an elegant weapon for a more civilized... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, so I'm, I'm running at 720p. Everything looks pretty good. But yeah, I, I jumped into like a dozen different games. Um... Dishonored looks pretty good. Saints Row Three looks pretty good. I played some Dark Siders. Um, I did experience some some like screen tearing with occasional games. Like uh, I uh, played Metro Twenty Thirty Three a little bit, mm-hmm. and and I had I don't think I figured out the right settings for that yet because it looks good except when I'm turning. <laughs> At which point? <laughs> oh, it just that, goes. that's a that's a VSync thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and this was with VSync on. Really? So that's the thing. Huh. So, because I re- like I looked it up, and I I need to play with the settings on that. Um, yeah. So you like Insane So Three? Yeah. No, I'm actually it starts surpri- pretty well. I'm surprised at how much I like like it. I was not expecting to enjoy it, even though I know you guys liked it. It didn't seem like I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of like I I I got kind of burnt out on the Grand Theft Auto games, mm-hmm. and so I'm less of a fan. This is of, yeah, this I, is the cure for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it really is. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I agree um, with Anthony. I, I'm less a fan of, of the idea of open world games that give you like a million different things to do. I'm starting to prefer more compact directed games because I like being able to finish things. Because yeah. you need you to like sleeping, you like sleeping dogs. Yeah. yeah. You'd like sleeping dogs also because it's an open world game that isn't say saying go do all these things. Like it's got side quests, but like it really directs you down a story. You know, yeah. um, there are some activities to do, but other than like the couple police cases and everything, there's really not a whole lot you can get distracted with. And the story is good enough that it, you drive, yeah. it sort of drives you. Yeah, kind of I mean, L.A. Noir was an open world game that had, you know, nothing to do, nothing else to do. So it's it's like that, but not as obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I didn't really do any of the side quests in L.A. Noir, but it, I, I think that was also because by the time I got around to finishing it, it had, I had had it for like a year and a yeah. half, and I was just like, "Fuck it, <laughs> I need to." That's finish. how I felt. Yeah. How far into Saints Row Three are you? Uh, I am only like so. I've been doing nothing but story missions. Um, I think I just finished maybe like. Have you done the high rise mission yet? Yeah, I did the high rise mission. I love that mission. Uh, that was good. It's such a great use of like licensed music in a game. Like that's a good example. Or like Red Dead when you're riding into Mexico. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's. I feel like some of the coolest moments. For Remember, me. Saints Row Two had that cool the final countdown mission where you're in the yes. helicopter. Yes. Um, this was the version of that. Yeah, and so that's such a cool because they're playing uh, that Kanye West song when you're Power. like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah playing power when you're going down i was like oh this is such a cool moment when you're like you know halo jumping (laughs) but yeah no i was really impressed with like the set pieces so far it was a lot of fun um i can't wait for jeff to play decker's die i really want to hear what his reaction to that's gonna be that's a great mission yeah (laughs) but yeah so right now i'm thinking i I might just stick with the story because it's so easy to just like queue up story mission after like one after another yeah oh and here's another thing the side quests in saint Three are actually really fun too yeah. They are like the yeah, the, yeah, uh, the game show. For the game show is ridiculous. Oh, I love the game kind of show. Fun. <laughs> it's so fun. That, like, you feel, I feel like that could be like a fifteen dollar downloadable game by itself. Yes. I could see that. Yeah. No, and so I, like I played through because um, you know after that that high rise mission, it has you play like examples of the tank mission and the yes. game show. So I've done all the example missions. 
I also mm. like the um the mission the medical insurance one or whatever it is where you're just <laughs> getting flung fly. around. Yeah, I love that. We were getting smashed by cars. So nice. Yeah, <laughs> those are pretty fun. Awesome. I always like the ones where you like would spray raw sewage on buildings. <laughs> that always made me laugh. But yeah, so I I'll, I actually have a feeling I'll probably end up playing that a lot soon. So because I'm getting kind of it's not it's not very long if you just plow right through the story. I want to say it's like 16 hours or something. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's good. To what know. Jeff? What is your uh? What did you? What did you make your character look like? Um, so I picked a woman with like the Russian voice and right now I have her dressed in like a, a suit. So oh yeah. She, she's very like, I played most of the game as a woman and I picked like the sort of sardonic, Amer- you know, American voice Yeah, and it was really well voice acted. Nice. So. Yeah, I so wish I that there were more voice options. Yeah. There's like, only like, what, like, six? like, yeah, like my dude, I made my dude look like Walter White. <laughs> and there wasn't a single like gruff old guy sounding thing. There was like an Australian one that sounded kind of like an older guy, so I just had that. I had yeah. that one for a while. Yeah, and then I switched to my girl. I do. I do like that they like. I even gave him the bandage like on the nose and the you know. <laughs> <laughs> I do really like though that they they uh, gave the main character a personality while you know it's like they let you pick your character, but they still have. Isn't that neat? That's yeah. kind of unique in games that they were able to do that. They let you customize it just enough, like that. It still feel, but it still feels like your own, even though he's saying things. Right. And right. he is a character unto himself, but it's like this is my guy, though. Yeah. No, I much prefer that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, sorry, keep going. Oh, and also, uh, I don't know what else I'm going to play. End up playing on the the PC next, but that, that that's the one that I'm going to probably end up focusing. On. I, I did. Trade in my copy of Far Cry 3 and get Steam codes. Oh, yeah. You just finished Far Cry 3. I just finished Far Cry 3. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I was getting kind of burnt out on the... Um, the Hoyt out- Island drags a little bit. Well, I, I ended up plowing through most Luckily of Hoyt's Island. Luckily, it's short. Yeah. No, I plowed through most of Hoyt's Island in like two hours. Yeah. Um, I liked a lot of the game. I thought the story was kind of questionable. The story is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why for the poll this week, I answered, like, I still prefer, even though I loved Far Cry 3, mm-hmm. it's probably one of the best shooters I've played in a while, I still prefer a linear story because, like, Far Cry 3's story is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, for the yeah. most part. And even games that can give you a blend are still giving you something linear. Like, even Mass Effect, those games are pretty linear. Yeah. Um, they're just masked to look like they're not yeah um so the best the best stories come from like linear experiences i feel like but yeah i i agree with that but yeah the story in far cry 3 is pretty ridiculous but the game is very fun but yeah because yeah, so, even um well, sorry just to go off on uh, this like um grand theft auto you know its story was strong at the beginning but then eventually it falls apart because you start fucking around with the cia and like you know, like doing assassination missions for like the government or whatever that was, and you remember Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, where you know you would spend like you'd go like hours in other cities and you would do the the the, the rocket pack missions with James Woods and stuff like that, and like eventually open world games have a thing where you just it becomes insane and loses the narrative entirely, and and Far Cry Three wasn't immune to that. Well, it was more like just the the, the plot twists that they did throw in. I was just like. Eh. Well, a lot of it didn't make sense because I was like, yeah. "Why is this? Was that a dream? Did that really happen? Yeah. How did how did I this was, end yeah. up like this?" I was disappointed that the uh, it seemed like a lot of like the the bad guys, and this is a spoiler, I guess, but it, I thought it was kind of weird to kill the bad guys in in what felt like 
dream sequences. Yeah, I that agree. was weird entirely. Well, especially especially because like like he looked like <laughs> like when Voss whatever like stabbed him, and then all of a sudden like you're having this like weird fight with Voss. I was like, wait, what's happening? Right. Um, well, and this Mitch actually pointed this out in his review. While it is cliche to do the whole like it's all a dream, none of it's real, whatever thing, it seemed like they were setting it up like where something really trippy was going on, and then they never did anything with it. Yeah, you know, right. like the like the dream sequences. They were doing all the Alice in Wonderland quotes um, and yeah, loading screens true. and stuff. You know, um, like I was expecting some kind of Spec Ops kind of deal because Spec Ops kind of plays with that a little bit with loading screens. You know, I think I told you guys before right. in the cast where they were like, mm-hmm. "Do you feel like a hero yet?" You know, yeah. um, well, and just like the whole, yeah, the whole thing with like meeting the the rock yacht and they're just like, you're our savior. You should do this. And you're the chosen one. And yeah. It would there were a been, lot of drug sequences in yeah, that game. <laughs> there was a little too many and a lot of it involved you walking really slowly. Like it was, it was like almost uncharted three level drug sequences. <laughs> yeah. And what, what really bothered me was the one where Voss captures you and like your girlfriend and then he like sets fire to the place and then like the floor immediately collapses and like you go, you know, down underneath where, you know, the, the, to the next floor below. And you've got your guns. Yeah, and then you've got your friends. That felt like a dream sequence. I was like, "This is a dream, right?" Because we'd already had one at that point before then, and yeah. I was like, "This this can't be real because this is too campy." And you've 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 established this like kind of more realistic thing that I'm I'm you know I'm in on, but this feels so out of place for that. And then it turned out to, like the entire mission, I was like, "This is going to be revealed to be a dream." I'm still in the chair, you know, yeah. and this and then like, no, that was real. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" It's just, like so that that's where it lost me. Yeah. Good but, great, great game, game though. This, yeah, that's the weirdest thing. It's like you know, it's such a fun game, and I, I still think, uh, you know, that you this can is excuse why I say that, that you can excuse the the weird stuff. Right. Yeah. This is why I say game stories and games aren't important because you could have all that and still have a fantastic time. So. Yeah, that's true. I loved the windsuit. I wish there were more opportunities to use it. I know. They had, God. Because I felt like when you got it, like Hoyt Island didn't have a lot of kind of elevation-y mission kind of thing. No, you know I, mean? like, but I don't want to go back to the other island just to use it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I would use it like every excuse I got. Like I would jump like, up a hill and be like, flying squirrel. <laughs> yeah, you know? yay, flying squirrel for like 20 feet down and then I land yeah. on my stomach and look stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wish that they had built a couple of more missions that like really made it worthwhile. Actually, I, I actually really liked there was that one stealth mission where you're going into like that base with the boat. I actually really liked that stealth mission quite a bit. See, I got kind of frustrated with um, one of the stealth missions. It might be the one you're talking about. Like, I, I kind of felt like uh, <clears throat> the game hadn't really set expectations that I was going to have a really involved stealth mission after so long of just like. And it was like the one of the insta spots. Like once you get spotted, you're done. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I guess if if you played the outpost a certain way, you would have gotten used to stealth. But I usually failed. It's funny, I, I, I would stealth some, like early in the game, I would stealth and then I would fail and then I'd have to kind of go guns blazing. And then I kind of hit this point where I was just like, well, screw it. And then I just kind of went in guns blazing. But then it tipped again where I hit a certain amount of upgrades and uh-huh. weapons where I would just do stealth and like take everything out within like a minute. Like I could go to an outpost with like surgical precision and like take <laughs> everything out like without triggering anything. You know, um, just, just using so it was funny that like the game kind of went. Yeah, the game went like that for me. That yeah, I never did it exactly all one way. I would do uh, like I'm by do the end. I was like I was like solid snake in there. Like <laughs> yeah, that's what was so great is like you get better at it, and then like 
even well, if it goes wrong and they call any reinforcements, just like bring them on. I'll blow, I'll kill all you motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> I got no problem with this. Well, if we were worried we wouldn't have anything to talk about. We have already dashed that because we are <laughs> we're what twenty minutes in and we're we haven't even got our first one. subject. Yeah. Um, so to talk about what me and Anthony are playing, and we won't talk about it long because Mitch kind of talked about it um, in a recent podcast. And but I'm we only about both four and a half hours in. Yeah, we both been playing Nino Cooney. I'm about ten or eleven hours in, but some of that is padded because I fell asleep with the game on for two hours at one point. <laughs> so I'm not sure what my actual time in the game is. How's Nino Kuni? Uh, I fell asleep. Ooh. <laughs> it was really late. That's the thing. I was playing it at like one in the morning and I was like, I gotta keep playing. I gotta keep... Uh, and then I just like passed out for like two hours. That's awesome. In uh, Ding Dong Dell or whatever it's called. I've, yeah, I've in the first... Um, not the first dungeon. I'm in the Ding Dong Well. Mm-hmm. Right now, and because um, I've been grinding in a little bit, because I didn't have, I was like, I don't think I have time before the cast to, um, you know, actually beat the boss. So I was like, I'll just grind a little bit and then save my game. Nice. Um, but uh, I'm really loving it. It's gorgeous. It's fun. The battle system, once you get the hang of it, is pretty fun. Uh, Did, have you taken my advice about the L2 and R2 instead of the yes. D-pad? Yes. Yeah, it Except changes keep, everything. Yeah, I, I, I keep trying. I keep meaning to hit L2 to go to the left, and I hit R R2 instead, and yeah. I keep like. And you just—it's like when you, it's like when you go too far on the remote and you just have to circle all the way back around anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, instead of hitting the other button twice, like I just Toy Story two. Um, yeah, but no, um, um, Jeff. Well, like the game explains to you that because um, like you're running around with the, the joysticks like in the battles, so it's not quite turn based, right? So you're running around with the joysticks in these battles, and to switch through your commands while running around, the game tells you to use the D-pad. Right. Except that if you're moving with the left the stick. How can you also use the D-pad? So if you want to use a command, you have to stop, uh, yeah. and then enemies are hitting you, and you're trying to find your command. The thing is, you can use L2 and R2 to do it, but the game never tells you that. You, I just, you just kind of figure it out. Like I read it somewhere, and I was like, yeah, oh, a, and it like totally manual. changes. Yeah, it totally changes the battle system because um, you're like, well, now I don't have to stop and stand around like an idiot while I try to find out what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, I love the, um, I, I love all the puns. It's really, it's great that way. What's funny is like. Um, when you get to the first town and you can actually enter it, uh, Ding Dong Dell, it's like it's almost like a test. Like, if you've never played a JRPG before and you don't know what a fetch quest is, well, You're we're gonna work right now. We are going to give you the fetch quest test of your life. And if you can, can make even it through go this, into the first town, <laughs> yeah. Before, if you can even, if you can make it through this, then you can play this game. I feel like it's like a it's like a barrier. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like if you can get past this, okay, then you're gonna like this game because it was like, oh, you need to. We need to go see the king, but we can't. We need clothes. Oh, we got clothes, but you need to go rest while they make your clothes. Okay, we got clothes. We yep. have rested. Go see the king. Well, the king needs this to do this. And it's like it's one thing after another, and I was never annoyed by any of it. Yeah, me neither. It was like I love this all because I just wanted to explore. And I like that the town isn't too big that you get lost while exploring. Yes. It's, it's laid out really well because I was like, oh, God, it's so and, huge. And I'm like, that's it. And all your side quests are marked for you on the map. Like when you pull up the map, like the very people that, that have side quests are glowing on the map. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Very, yeah. very so You can just run right to them and, you know, you know who's important to talk to. And the other people do say, like, interesting things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's extremely charming. I, I absolutely love it. It feels like the JRPG I have been waiting for. Yeah, no, that's exactly how I feel with it. Like, I'm 10 hours in and I. You know, well, probably more like eight or nine, but um, <laughs> but I'm not really, I don't really feel like I have, I've played that much. Like, I feel like I've barely gotten to play the game. Like, that's how much I want to play it. 
Yeah, I'm like four hours, like ten hours, like a week. You know, I'm like, I want to be playing this more. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, it's probably like a sixty-hour game. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I probably won't, I won't say much more than that because I feel I mean I love it too. Um, I'm really enjoying the battle system. Um, I love the studio and this I post about this on the site. I love this kind of Studio Ghibli produced cutscenes like they're like full on animated like cartoons. Yes. And they feel like uh, a good reward and they're yeah. wonderfully voiced. Like when you first get a uh, Mighty and he bonks you with a thing, oh, yes. I like died. I was like, this is the cutest thing. Yes, uh, that God, it's great. Yeah. And I like the mechanic. Jeff, it's got this mechanic where it's like, um, like the idea with this whole thing is that there's, that there's two worlds, and what happens in one world affects the other one. Hmm. So everyone's got a soulmate. So if something happens to your soulmate in one of the other worlds, it'll happen to you too in some kind of similar way. So it's got this mechanic where you're jumping back and forth between worlds to figure out what's going on with somebody. Right, which, which is, is which unique because I thought it was going to huh. be like the typical oh, I need to go and, like, knock down a tree in this world and then go back into this world, and the tr- you know, and then the path will be clear. But instead, it's like, People. somebody disappeared here, so I need to go into the other world and find them, and then by finding them, that'll give me a clue to where they are in the other world. And yeah. I was like, this is really, it's a very unique take on it, uh, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, I like this. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, my, my thing is, and I know you can turn off the hints, I feel like the game holds your hand a little too much with all of that. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit, and I'm I, I I keep hoping it'll let up on that, you know, that it's just kind of doing that now. But I'm I'm thinking it might not. So I'm part of me wants to go turn off the hints, um, you know, so I'm not just Inundated running exactly, with, yeah. yeah, and just running exactly where it tells me to all the time. Yeah, I've I've thought about that myself a little bit too. But yeah, but at the, but on the other hand, I also don't want to be playing the game for eighty hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a it's a toss up. So I guess the hints would help you not spend all of your life on it. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. too, if I turned off the hints, the minute I get, like, I'd be like, why am I doing this? And I'll turn the yeah. hints right back yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Man, I did do this. Uh, there's there's these trials you have to do, and I was doing it last night. It probably didn't help that I was tired. But you have to control two people at once, mm-hmm. um, with one with each joystick. And at first it's normal, and, like, you're kind of running through these things. You're basically running on these tiles, and the tiles are falling. And you're controlling one with each joystick, and then they both have to go like left and right. And so you're trying to manage that, and it's fine at first. But then by the th- by the third phase of it, they're crossing paths. Oh yeah. And it was tripping me up so bad <laughs> while I was playing, because like one got, the path goes underneath the other path, and so the the one you're controlling with the right joystick is on the left on side the left. of the screen. Yeah. yeah, and the one you're controlling with the left joystick is on the right side of the screen, and they're like looping, and one of them has to stop, or one of them does stuff. So it really like tests parts of your brain, but that part was messing me up so bad last night. Good, that's not a one to play when you're drunk. Yes, <laughs> sounds complicated. Yeah. So speaking of games to play when you're drunk, this isn't really a transition, but Two Raiders <laughs> coming out next week. I don't know why you play when you're drunk. Uh, I, I, I pre-ordered it. That's I, I traded drunk? in Far Cry 3, bought myself some Steam codes, and pre-ordered Tomb Raider. Because it was... On PC? It was $45 on Steam. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was, it was marked down. Yeah, so I'm I got... Going to uh, pick it up. I got like $33 for Far Cry 3 because GameStop is just giving ridiculous money for that. I got like $2 for Dragon Age. <laughs> You're lucky you got that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and bought some Steam codes, and yeah. Got myself a free copy of, of uh, Laura Croft and the whatever the Guardian of Light. Thing. Oh, nice! Yeah, which I've already beaten, but you know, hey, why not? 
Okay, so Tomb Raider is actually getting really good reviews. Um, I've been excited which I about it for a while. See, I wasn't. I wasn't. I I, I, was I didn't think intrigued. it would be bad. I, yeah, I didn't in- think it would be bad, but I just everything I saw was just kind of like, oh, it looks like an Uncharted ripoff, you know. And that's kind of how I felt about it. But I feel, felt like it would probably be all right. But it's getting like really good reviews. Yeah. Yeah. If I had not just started Nino Cooney, I would be picking it up day one. But I'm just gonna. I gotta wait a little bit because SimCity's coming out Tuesday. So I'm gonna yeah, be splitting my time between SimCity and Nino Cooney. See, I'm thinking like, you know what, Nino Cooney might just might not get finished for half the year because it's it's <laughs> such a long game that I'm like, I might as well play other short games and kind of Nino Cooney will be the the thread that runs between them, and I'll just finish it in like June. Yeah, that, that's that's what know? I was thinking too. Is like like even like though I, I want to finish it quick, but Sim City's coming out. Yeah, that's the thing, Sim City. I mean, I just bought my copy the other day, and uh, I'm like, you know, I think. SimCity when I want to play on the computer and when I want to like sit on my bed it's going to be Nino Cooney and yep. what whatever else in between you know because I've got until let me see the end of the month right for BioShock Infinite yeah that's oh, wow. day one God, and then I've got June too quick. then in June is The Last of Us and those are the only games I need to play oh, I like right about when they come that. out yeah, yeah I keep so. forgetting about all these games I kept forgetting that SimCity was coming out next week until I got like an email from like you know EA about it and yeah. I was like, oh, crap, I pre-ordered that. <laughs> I'm getting that soon. I'm so excited. We need to make a gamer sushi like region and have all our towns be in one place. Oh, crap, I think I ordered a. I ordered it on PC, but I think I ordered like a DVD version of it. Where well, because it? It was, it's whatever one you had to order to get the pre-order bonus. Uh, okay. The $20 gift card or $10 there's, or whatever. There's like a $30 something. I ordered it last night on Origin, the digital copy, and it was like um, $20 off a $30 purchase. Yeah, I'm worried about I'm worried about it because my DVD drive on my computer barely works. <laughs> so you should just cancel it and go ahead and do the digital copy. Well, then I won't get the ten dollar gift card. It's a twenty dollar. Twenty dollar gift card. Yeah. Oh, did you do this through Amazon? Yeah, yeah, I did it through okay. whatever. I think it's the. I don't the think it's the crazy. digital version. I think it, you had to no, buy a box version. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The you have to get the box version to get. Yeah, so hopefully I can I can do it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> It's touch and go. But anyway, yeah. so Tomb Raider and SimCity next week. Um, Tomb Raider, a lot of people are saying it's, it's like Uncharted and it's not a bad thing. IGN, um, bless their souls, they got me... I mean, I was already like set to play you know, um, uh, Tomb Raider. And they said it's Resident Evil 4 plus Batman Arkham City plus Uncharted. Oh, that's Tomb Raider, and I was like, "Well, fuck!" <laughs> just, just you just Man. pushed all my buttons. That's all my erogenous zones right there. <laughs> so, is there like combat in the game? In, yes. Like, do you like shoot guys in Tomb Raider? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, like very clearly combat, and it's also like I was reading about it. You also there's there's like gruesome violence. <laughs> huh. Yeah, like, I was reading that there's there is a lot of com- there is plenty of combat, but it's not constant combat. You know, it's more like encounters and stuff okay. like that. So it's you're not constantly fighting guys, but there is plenty of it. Hmm. So I was just listening to uh, the giant bomb guys talk about it, and then I was I've read all the reviews because I was like, I can't believe this is getting this good reviews. I have to read them all. So my worried my my worry all the time, like even watching videos. Yeah, now that I think about it, I did see some combat because I remember when I was looking at it, I was like, I hope this isn't one of those games like the first Uncharted, where it's like. Stop making me fight things. I just want to do the puzzles and the right. platforming. You know. Yeah, they say the platforming is really good. And you remember how, um, in like Assassin's Creed Two, they would have those things where it was, you'd, you'd find those uh, like little tombs, and it was the tombs, just, yeah, it was just platforming. Uh, there are things like that in this. That's neat. Um, and they say they're 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 pretty cool. 
they're not they said there's a bunch of them they're not all very long like you can probably do each one in like five or six minutes but they're uh there's a lot of them so oh man dang it i might have to pre-order this and it's kind of like a mix of they said it's weird it's like a mix of uncharted like linear but also mm-hmm. kind of open worldy at the same time and you know you would get you get like new equipment you get like a bow and arrow that like shoots a rope so you can traverse to new areas and once you get That's that the new areas open up oh and um they said actually the bow is the funnest weapon. Like you get like other weapons throughout the game, but you might want to just stick with the bow the entire time because it's really sad. You're the bow, man. Yep, <laughs> you're the bow. This is the bowest of the ball the bows. Mm-hmm. So you can pretend to be Katniss. Nice, nice. Well, I've also we like uh, Tomb Raider. Like all the other Tomb Raider games were on sale on Steam, so I ended up picking up um, a couple weeks ago. I picked up uh, Anniversary and Legend because they were like two bucks a pop. Nice. I didn't want to play any of the uh, really ancient one cause I, ones because I figured they'd look like crap. But uh, I never liked a Tomb Raider game. I've only played like Tomb Raider 2, and I didn't like it at all. I only The only Tomb Raider game I've ever really played is the Guardian of Light one or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Guardian of Light isn't really a Tomb Raider game. Like it's, yeah, it's, I know. It's, yeah, it's an totally... awesome game, but it's it's yeah, it's yeah completely different play style. I remember playing like original Tomb Raider when it first came out on whatever system, like PlayStation or PlayStation 2, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and never getting a hang of the controls. That's um, how I was, yeah. Yeah, but so I've, uh, I think Tomb Raider Underworld was free on PSN Plus at one point, so I played I heard a, that was a good one. I played a couple hours of that. I liked it. Uh, Anniversary and Legend, I think, maybe have the same engine, so... Uh, that's part of the reason why I, I was willing to buy them because I was like, okay, I was able to get a hang of it in Underworld. I have a feeling that I'll, I'll be okay with the other two in what is essentially like a trilogy of, of Tomb Raider games, like a loose yeah. trilogy. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Um, I'll play it as well. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested when I wasn't interested before, and <laughs> now I'm upset. <laughs> It'll probably be go on sale because I mean. I don't know if you noticed, Dead Space Three is already like forty bucks. Yeah, that's true. Um, if I wait, so it'll probably be thirty or forty dollars. It'll probably be thirty in, in a couple months when you're and when I've you're got more ready of to play. Games it. To play. Yeah, <laughs> right now I've got so many Steam games. I I'm already touched. sitting here like looking at the the possible PlayStation Four Xbox release later. And even though I never get things at launch, I'm like I should probably start stop buying games and just finish what I have for right now. Yeah. Well, the only reason I, I pre-ordered yeah that'll it be was... that'll be my my promise to myself that i don't go next gen until i clear up my backlog me too <laughs> let's make that promise right now fist bump okay <laughs> i've already kind of gone next gen with my pc so you know it's true i, I kind of lost that race uh the only reason I, I pre-ordered uh tomb raider was because uh it was you know decently discounted already 15 bucks off it's pretty good for mm-hmm. pre-order and it had a few bonuses so eh, why not Nice. Well, a minute ago, we talked about, Anthony mentioned Assassin's Creed, so that'll help us jump into the next topic. I feel like we're always talking about some kind of Assassin's Creed, something or other, because that's what happens when you do yearly releases. Um, <laughs> but That's what they want. But the rumor, there's some rumors going around that Assassin's Creed 4 will um, have pirates in it. And oddly enough, that it'll take place before Assassin's Creed 3 takes place. That it'll take place. It'll be Connor's grandfather, so it'll be the father of the character you start Assassin's Creed Three playing as. Interesting. You know, and he rides around on ships and stuff, and so that this one would apparently have something to do with um, pirates. Now, the weird thing is, is that guy's a Templar. So does that mean you're playing as a Templar in this Templar's game? Templar's Creed. Templars versus pirates or something. Um, yeah, That's interesting. I don't know. That's pretty Maybe much he's all people a Templar know about. Becomes it, an assassin but, or something. But then his sides. son would. Be- but then his son would become. 
a Templar again? Yes, because you maybe he's the assassin that turns into a Templar. Maybe it's the other way around. That'd be cool. Either way, so that's gonna do, happen. Do we know like if it's the same team that developed two or? I don't like, think know that. That's I mean because that's the the. No, no. This is like highly. This is like a poster off like a, a retail store or something like. Yeah, that. Like, well, yeah. Like, no, I know, I know. So, so we don't know anything. Yeah. But that doesn't stop everybody from like speculating and writing thousands of posts about it. I, yeah. I like I I think we talked about this before where I would be very excited by. By a, a pirate-based Assassin's Creed, I, I think that would be awesome. Well, I think they it, said the, that you guys said that was the best part of three, right? Was the yeah, the naval battles naval in battles. three were so fun. So I would not mind a game based around that. But it seems like it should be some kind of spin-off, not Assassin's Creed Four. Seems weird to just jump whatever. into the next year as four, yeah. Well, Which is weird so, because we complained before about like how they were doing all these spinoffs and not going well, it's to the next number. Funny because they they basically are just writing off Connor. It's funny that they spent all this time. You know, let's just pretend um, that didn't happen. Yeah, let's just forget about it. Well, so, so here's the thing. I, I think the only reason they, they gave Ezio a trilogy was because that was their ramp up to yearly releases. Oh, to give themselves time to rotate studios yeah, or whatever. I really that think that's sense. it. It's that while they were doing the Ezio stuff with like the characters and everything that they'd already built, they were ramping up these other studios. That's that's why we're already hearing about 4. It's because it they probably started development on it like three or four years ago. That's true. Mm-hmm. That that makes the most sense to me, and then we're probably going to start seeing like. So we'll start next... seeing the improvements from three in Assassin's Creed Five. Yeah, not really yeah. four. This next game will <laughs> be called Assassin's Creed Three. This time we mean it. Yeah, like, let's just redo that one again. I I probably will never play Assassin's Creed Three just because I mean. I don't think I'm going to. I'm still. I may I may play Brotherhood still. You should. But all of the two are good. All, all three of the Assassin's Creed 2 games are good. <laughs> the 2 trilogy is really good. Yes. Yeah. I know everyone calls it the Ezio trilogy, but I'm going to call it the 2 trilogy because I think that's funnier. Mm-hmm. Well, the other gaming news going on this week has to do around EA. Uh, two pieces of news. One, that EA said that all games will now have microtransactions. Boo hiss from the gaming community. And that they have signed some kind of... Allegedly, that there has been some kind of exclusivity agreement signed uh, with Microsoft for whatever their next generation console is. Um, so no one knows what that is. It could be... Uh, DLC. Battle- well, yeah, it could be DLC, could be Battlefield, could be some Bioware thing, could be... Um, Respawn. Respawn's first thing, the guys behind uh, the, you know, Infinity Call of Duty. War guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's Which makes of, sense oh, because... What should be like uh, Warfighter or that Medal of Honor? <laughs> no one's going to care. It makes sense because uh, Bungie's thing is doing exclusive content for the PS3, so it would make sense that um, you know EA's would make like because that's Activision, so it would make sense that EA does exclusive content for the 360 because whatever one does, the other one wants to do. Yeah. So See, I don't. I think I. I if it's so it like makes a, sense if it was the de- uh, if it was the uh, the respawn thing. A lot of people are saying like Battlefield. You know, it's kind of the rumor. I'm like, that would be that would be a great deal for Microsoft, and it would be a terrible deal for EA, um, <laughs> just because. Yeah. Uh, like it, I know that they want to be. I mean, that they've got like the little brother complex with Activision. The reason Call of Duty does so well is because it's everywhere, because it's on all platforms, uh, and to limit yourself to one brand new console. Um, that would just. Be I think. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, th- I think. Um, because they're going to need to make even more money than they need than they were making last um, 
con- this color, this current console generation. Um, so I don't think they're going to want to do an exclusivity thing in terms of the whole game is exclusive. A big franchise, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll just be like a DLC or this is exclusive for for three months and then it goes to the other system as well. Um, I mean, I don't, especially because the the platforms are becoming so similar that there's very few exclusives anyway. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, right. Unless I mean, unless Microsoft really paid them a lot of money, yeah. it's possible they might have. Um, then it just doesn't really make financial sense. So. Yeah, I mean, what if it was like, what would the craziest thing be? I mean, Battlefield wouldn't be that crazy because Battlefield's not as well. The big craziest franchise. thing would just be all. Well, they said they will make games for the PlayStation Four, so I guess yeah. Battlefield. Yeah, if it was just like Battlefield or whatever. I, mean, um, I feel. I know. Well, I feel like things. the craziest thing. Well, I'm. Mean, I'm saying Battlefield wouldn't be that crazy just because it's like big deal battlefield's not right. that huge i feel like the whatever respawn would be making. i don't know that would be crazy i feel like madden would be crazy that actually have some pretty big you that know what i mean like insane yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i agree <laughs> that would actually that have some big fun. business implications you know what i mean like ooh, yeah. it was like madden you know um one of those kind of franchises that we don't think about as that like you know the nba more hardcore gamers that don't come out about. in three years will be yes. exclusive to the to the 720 and then everyone goes oh we don't care yeah <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Madden would be kind of nuts. Like, oh crap! <laughs> yeah, that, you know how many people like just get a new system to keep playing Madden every year? Yes, yeah. uh, a lot. About three point two million. Yeah. <laughs> so that'd be pretty nuts. Yeah. Matt, and Madden is like pretty much literally the one of the only game genres that I will never play. So, yeah. You know. Also, it's one of the, the the benchmark. It used to be. I don't know if it is now, but it's one of the benchmarks for oh look how good the graphics are on the new console. Yeah, here's a new football game. Look how many but nowadays it's are in their crotch like, pockets. Yeah, crotch pocket? like nowadays what is, it's like what a, is a crotch pocket? <laughs> it's where crotch they keep all their crotches. <laughs> but now when it moves what to a new console generation, pocket. Madden is a buggy, unplayable mess that they've removed half the good features from the last edition. So, yeah, whatever. Jeff, what if it was Mirror's Edge? Mirror's Edge exclusive to the 720. <laughs> I mean, I would like to play another Mirror's Edge, but that's that bad. I, I'd like to play another Mirror's Edge about as much as I'd like to play another Bayonetta. Oh, I got it. I got it. Here we go. No microtransactions on the three on the 720. <laughs> that's their exclusive deal. <laughs> that's their exclusive deal. <laughs> you okay. guys get a pass. Here's the thing about the microtransactions. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little bit of disagreement with you, Anthony. Um, a slight disagreement because um, you got a post coming out tomorrow. Um, you say in the thing in your post that you don't because they say that gamers are embracing, and you say that you disagree. The problem is they can see the data, so right. no, the only I, reason I, they keep doing this kind of thing is because people are buying. You know what I mean? Like that's the only reason companies are doing more of this stuff because like people do it and now while the gamer community on the internet might freak out about it someone is buying this yeah yeah just oh, because no, no, no. so just because people are vocal about it on the online doesn't, doesn't mean, mean the, shit yeah, yeah no i know they're, they're like the tip of the iceberg <laughs> right they're, they're just the vocal minority no i know i'm just saying i don't think anybody is embracing and enjoying it you know what i mean i think people do it but i don't think anybody likes it you know what I mean? So it's so it's like it's like Don Draper getting like beat yeah, by the hooker it's just the in words four back then. Yeah, it's it's just the words he used. Oh, people are embracing and enjoying this. I think they're doing it, but I don't even. But I was like, oh, fuck well, yeah! Know. This is what I've always waited for. You don't think people get excited about like being able to instantly? There's probably some people that do. Upgrade. You know? their... I think there probably are some. Yeah, I mean, like but think what about I've read it. about microtransactions is usually it's um it's a few individuals. Who spend like there's like a this lot of money. game I read who spend like this guy spends like three thousand dollars a month 
on this like little app game and because he makes like a hundred thousand dollars a year and he has no other hobbies this was actually maybe i'll add this to the thing uh this was an article on wired about it and it's just like he keeps that game afloat like people like him keep it afloat and the other people like you wouldn't like us um we don't like this this was a free-to-play game but it was saying it's like this keeps it afloat um so maybe i'll add that to the article but i just i don't think that it's something that gamers are embracing. I think they're accepting it and they're, you know, going along with it, but I don't think it's, you know, he, he's, yeah, he's doing dep- PR. I mean, he's depends. saying that it's... Well, I mean, it depends on, like, the view of Embrace. Like, if they're, if on their end right. they're seeing that a ton of people actually are, like, spending all this money, they might say, you know what, gamers, like, enjoy this because a lot yeah. of them are doing it, you know? Well, yeah, um, it's like the thing where, like, oh, everyone hates DLC, yet they all bought it. Yeah. Yeah, you know. That's my thing. It's, uh, my thing is like a lot of people Gamers are crapping. Will bitch about it, and they still do it. Yeah. And so a lot of people are crapping on EA about doing microtransactions in all games, and I'm like, they wouldn't do it if people weren't buying. So right. exactly. If, if it did not work, it, they would not be stop buying it. it. You know, like, so the only reason they're doing it is because it it makes sense for them to do it because lots of people are spending the money in the games anyway. Right. Um, and so like I, in the post, I don't have, think it makes like, them bad guys to do it. No, because as long as they make it optional like uh, you know everyone was freaking out about the dead space 3 thing it turned out to be very harmless it was a little stupid yeah but pretty harmless like er- everyone's on high alert for this stuff and they're always waiting for the one that's going to really screw us and it, ha- it just it, it hasn't, hasn't happened. happened yet and they've been saying it's going to happen for years and it hasn't happened yet yeah no and game ha- no game has come out you know i'm sure it will one day but like it hasn't. Like, it's, I mean, it's early on, we had not, a few. We had a few bad attempts. Like you have the horse armor, and it gets ridiculed, and no one tries horse armor again. Right. You know. It's easy <laughs> enough to see, not that, spend. That like, it's easy enough was, to not spend money on that. Yes. Right. Exactly. The horse armor was totally optional. Like I would. I, that doesn't even affect me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why did anybody ever complain about that? Just don't buy it. Yeah. No, it's but not I want like, horse armor. <laughs> but and it's not. It's it's a single player game. It's not even like a World of Warcraft game where other people see your shit. Like, what do you care if what color, what kind of armor your horse has? You know, I didn't steal the cool black horse or something like that and then move I, on. I with hated life. riding horses. I, I never rode horses. Horses hated riding you, Jeff. You're, you're oh, mean. did they? You're mean. <laughs> they actually <laughs> loved it. I, I resigned the podcast. Why the long faced horse? <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I think back, I think to like Mass Effect 3, I actually spent, I spent real money on credits in that game. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. it's like, I'm, oh, yeah, uh, they, no, I did that. Like when you think about I, I was, it, like how much money the, they they probably made a ton of money off people that did stuff like that. Because I did it, I didn't do. I probably spent no less than, no more than like five to ten bucks. But even still, like that's an extra five to ten dollars that cost them nothing. <laughs> that right, and they made I off even, of me, which is crazy. In the Dead Space thing, I actually looked at it just to see. I was like, is there anything here that's worth a dollar ninety nine? And and there yeah. wasn't. I was stacked enough at that point that I didn't care. But I actually did look at it to like. Let's see what they got. And um, but Eddie, just to go to your point about the Dead Space thing or the Mass Effect thing. There are people who thought that was like an evil form of like a microtransaction, and it's very and Mass Effect is innocuous. It's a co-op game. You can earn it just by playing the game. Yeah, exactly. And people thought it was still evil. So it doesn't. Think, it's not like a you know pay to win. It's just no. no. I know. think there are people who think that that microtransactions in any form are evil, and they will not accept it in any way. Yeah. Um, and that's an attitude you're gonna have to get over people. Like it, they're like I said, like I'm saying in the article that you haven't read yet, or that you will read by the time that this is out. Um, they're like an unwanted house guest. They're never going away now. They're here to stay. What I don't like, I don't like it in the middle. I didn't like the way 
like Dragon, the first Dragon Age handled it, where you no, get to was... camp and it's like, please purchase this, this. Like, I don't like it when they pull you out of the story to try to make you buy something because yeah. it's like, yeah, I already paid for your game. I'm playing it because I bought it. And you already have my money. Yeah, because they make you feel like you're getting a new quest, but it turns out you're just like, oh, ba- give me money. And it's like, what? No, that's not what I was talking to you for. Yeah. Yeah, and see, uh, <clears throat> that nice bugs th- me. Uh, when I've been playing Dragon Age recently, I, I had the Game of the Year edition, so I had all the DLC, which was a much more seamless way of playing it. Yeah, yeah. and then for a lot of a lot of times for games like that where you know there's going to be a lot of DLC, sometimes it's worth it to wait for the Game of the Year edition. I know that's hard, impulse control for some people, but it sometimes is the way to go. See, I sold Batman Arkham City expecting there to be some kind of cool, like story DLC. There was a little bit, but I expected quite a bit, and I figured, I'd, oh, I'll just rebuy it, you know, mm-hmm. and get, like, all that. But there actually wasn't a ton of extra content that they ever released. There was, like, the Nightwing. Yeah. It was, all, it was all, like... Uh, the arena stuff. Yeah. And just adding characters, not, like, actual... I think there was know. a Harley Quinn thing yeah. or there whatever. Was, there was. Like, an epilogue. Yeah. But it was not... Uh, and I think the epilogue turned out to be she wasn't really pregnant with the Joker's baby or something, so it kind of whitewashed what happened in the game. Yeah, spoilers. Um, so that's that's even kind of disappointing, but but yeah, yeah I I traded it in and I actually used a Best Buy gift card to end up getting the Game of Year edition when it was on sale later on because I was like I want to have this game forever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just weird. Like people, you know, I'm not going to be one of those people that excuses EA and be like, well, they're a business, so they can do whatever they want. But at the same time, like, it's, it's what you just said. It's like their microtransactions are here to stay. They're not going. It's kind of what I was talking about um, a couple of weeks ago, like when people complain about ads and online videos. Like, it, this is 2013. There's going to be it's, ads on videos it, on it's YouTube. It's relatively benign. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's not doesn't seem malicious. It doesn't seem like they're trying to screw people. They're just they're just trying to make an extra buck. And there are some people that are willing to shell it out. You know, well, I know that it's not, it's not about the extra buck with like ads, for example. I mean, no, no, no. I'm talking about the microtransactions. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, so they're I just mean, trying you, to make you, a buck. You you could you could argue that like I mean, part of the problem the industry has been experiencing is you know, ridiculous uh development budgets. Um Oh, that ties into something I wanted to bring up. Yeah, I mean just just think about it like the reason they're doing microtransactions is yes because people will pay for them, but also because they're running up against games are more and more expensive. There's a new console generation coming up that's going to be like powerful require a lot of development work they're trying to do these yearly releases um they don't like used games <laughs> you know I, I just sent over an article look at the subheadline of that so bioware there's an article on uh develop online where bioware is basically where bioware developers basically warning against um an economically unviable next gen basically saying like if game budgets get any worse it's going to be pretty bad and also saying don't expect huge graphical leaps because like the budgets would just get crazier so he's it's like expect like a small graphical leap um but basically the the subheadline of this article says studios could have to sell 20 to 30 million copies to break even if game budgets and team sizes increase yeah that's a um, lot of games that's an insane amount no one's going to do that except call of duty yeah Um, exactly and i was reading like destiny probably but (laughs) they asked um on uh, Gama Sutra, they asked a couple it's of. Right, this was right after the PlayStation Four was announced. They asked a couple of developers how for, who are you know already making games for the PS Four. They're like, "What are your game budgets like?" 
and they're saying they're actually he said they're going up but they're not going up as high as they did like last time um yeah. he says we're using you know it's we kind of understand the technology better we're better at doing what we need to do like we're having to use more people like outsource like more art assets and stuff like that but he says no one gave exact numbers because i mean no one's going to but um they said it's not going up as bad as they feared and it's not going to double the way um i think epic uh had predicted or something like that so um hopefully that won't happen <laughs> like there's always those who like get crazy with it and everything but i think like these guys are in the industry they they see the writing on the wall i think hopefully they'll they'll try to keep it within reason you know i mean otherwise they'll just, so. their companies will go out of business so. I just, I just, I just feel like the key to next gen. We've talked about it a million times about bringing cost of games down. I just feel like the key, and we're starting to see that in the last year or so, will just be games that are priced all over the place. You know what I mean? Like that you yeah, have like, space for a sixty dollar game, a forty dollar game, a ten dollar game, a twenty dollar game. Right, more just downloadable games right now, and it's with Shorter those microtransactions. Yeah. So if microtransactions make the cost of the core game cheaper, is that a bad thing? Mm-mm, not at all. If they think we're going to make this up on the on the back end, that's that's nothing right wrong with, about with that. Yeah. So it's like whatever the next generation consoles do, I hope they have like a, an environment where it is that it's okay for people to release games that fall all over that price spectrum. You know, because um, like people like I don't know what it is that makes them think that well we've just got to have a game that's this big and sells for this much or people won't want it. You know, like just don't. Don't spend as much in your game. Yeah, I <laughs> want to. I want to see more fifteen dollar games that are like, you know, five hours long. And yeah. I'm fine with that. Incredible yeah. experiences. Or I don't need a twenty five hour game. You know, Walking Dead. Okay, Walking Dead was what five episodes, maybe three hours per episode. That's so that's at the most generous. fifteen. So let's say at 12 the most to 15, fifteen hours. And it was twenty five bucks. You know. Yeah, that was it. Was great and it was the game of the year. Yeah, so. honestly, it was probably closer to like eleven hours. Yeah, you know? that's true. So yeah. I don't need a $60 game to be like 30 hours. Like, I'm uh, paying 40 bucks for a 10-hour game if it's this, a good enough game, you know? In this article, they asked the guy who heads up the Guerrilla Games who's making Killzone. And he said, for Killzone 2 and 3, we had a team size of 125. We have 150 now. So it's it's bigger, but it's not an insane amount of, you know, like new people that was nice. required or whatever. And he says they're outsourcing some things. So um, hopefully it won't... You know, hopefully it won't kill Square Enix. So, yeah. <laughs> ooh, is hanging on by a thread. Like I said to someone on Twitter today, I was like, I I go on whatever council, uh, I follow Square Enix wherever they go. So I'm probably gonna fall off a cliff soon. <laughs> nice. Well, I believe, unless you guys have anything else to add, I believe that is it for our podcast topics. That's pretty uh, good. Yeah, yeah, I think we we did it. We did a job there. Yeah, we did. We did do a job. So. um I enjoyed this. This was a good discussion. I didn't. But uh, <laughs> it was terrible. I hate so you. So if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, we're twitter.com slash gamersushi. You probably already know that. Um, you should rate and review the podcast well um, on iTunes with as many stars as you deem fit. As, I, as Apple will allow you. Yes. Throw in some uh, hearts and some smiley faces too if you can. Yeah, do all that some stuff. Emojis, you know. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm twitter.com slash Eddie Revis. I'm almost able to use Twitter, legitly. <laughs> uh, I'm twitter. I am twitter.com slash unsquare, and also I am capable of speaking the English language. Mm-hmm. 
I am twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor underscore. I am very far from being able to use Twitter properly. Uh, Mitch is twitter.com slash mi7ch, and Nick is twitter.com. He is an asshole who hates The Walking Dead, so we're not giving out his Twitter account. Nick is twitter.com <laughs> slash Nick Camardo. Send him your hate. <laughs> That's better. Okay, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. Send him your hate. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Despite all the range, you're still, still just a mouse out I of. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs>